Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You listen to Green, Green. you might turn red. red. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be speaking uh, with Rick Campanelli, co-host of ET Canada, in the next hour. Uh, Rick and uh, ET Canada at the Golden Globe Awards. Uh, the program starts at 6 o'clock Eastern Time on Global TV. And um, I'll be at the red carpet. No, Rick Campanelli will join us in the next hour. Let's get back to our issue of how violence impacts people. A violent incident can, can damage people for life. And this all springs from the Chicago story, as you know, if you've been listening. Julie's in Hamilton. Hi, Julie, and Happy New Year to you. Hi, thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. So, what, what, as you're listening to, to what Dr. Slutkin said, and, uh, and, and my, I asked the question, uh, what, what can you share with us? Um, I just know that, like, like, when you deal with violence your whole life and stuff like that, it does... Uh, take its toll on you and it's like emotionally and mentally and uh you know i think that alcohol has a lot of uh negative impacts on people and you know nobody understands that and they just keep on drinking and they don't care about what it does or what it makes people feel like and stuff so it's, it's kind of uh kind of you know silly how the government will let people drink and not let people smoke marijuana where it's like a, a calming gives you that calming effect, whereas the alcohol gives you that kind of, you know, freak out effect. It certainly so. does. It certainly does with some people, and it, and it's also uh, been, uh, if not a, if not the cause, then a mitigating factor, a significant mitiga- mitigating factor in a lot of domestic situations that have spiraled out of control. Yeah, I, I've dealt with that, uh, like, my whole life, and it's made me sort of, like, uh, so I don't drink at all. All I do is smoke marijuana, and you know I'm I don't I don't act the same way, and it's it's a it's a great thing. So you saw people become violent because of overuse of alcohol or use of alcohol. Yeah, and my mother she was an alcoholic, and uh, I've never met my father. And then uh, you know dealing with that kind of physical abuse when I was a kid, it sort of uh, let me deal with it again when I developed a relationship you know that's what I was used to you know physical and emotional and mental distraught so that's what I looked for in the relation in my relationship you know what I mean which I do I do know what you mean which made me suicidal and like really really bad how are you now pardon how are you now how are you doing well I'm doing like I'm doing really well um, it's, but it's a lesson, I, it's a lesson for life, right? Yeah. You know, but I don't, I don't, 
I'm not, I don't have anybody in my life. You know, I don't have a mother. I don't have a father. I don't have a sister. Like, because they all drink alcohol, so I don't fit in. And it's really, you know, like, it's really hard not to fit in. But, you know, I feel better. Uh, you take care. You take you you take care of Julie, okay? Yeah. You take care of Julie. Because what what you what you you're also delivering and providing a lesson for people, in what you're sharing. You know, you're you're providing. Yeah. You're, you're giving. You're helping people by what you're saying as well. Yeah. Just don't drink alcohol. It kills your liver and it kills relationships and it'll kill you eventually. Okay, Julie. That's take, what I think. Take Thank care you. of yourself, okay? Thank you. All take right, care. All, all the best. And to, and to you. Bye-bye. The impact really is, and, and, there, and, and it's, it takes so many different forms, and, and people are quiet about it uh, so much in their lives, and they just carry it with them, the experience with violence, and it destroys lives. Steve, another Steve in Edmonton. Hey, Steve. Thank you for the call, sir. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, ten years ago, I was jumped by a gang, and I was beaten to where I suffered minor brain damage, and uh, I went, the last ten years has still been a, a wave of recovery and going through different phases. And that, that of course, would, would affect everything you do for the rest of your, at least until now, hopefully. You know, you... It does. It, it takes, well, when... It takes everything away from you, and I went through phases where, because it was through through WCB, they tried to prove I was, first they tried to prove I was faking, then they tried to prove that uh, I, I had, was suffering from post traumatic stress, which they don't cover. And then what is wrong they, with bureaucrats? They they tried everything. the The lady on the phone she would uh, she would taunt me and try and make me cry, and then try and call me mentally unstable when I was trying to get help from WCB. But then, I, I, you know, I went through different phases. I did find uh, a non-professional, unorthodox version of therapy, a lady who did help me. And, uh, and I went through horse therapy as well that helped me to recover. But I, I went through, I became a racist, like, I, because of it was a gang and because I associate my injuries and what happened to me, I became racist. I, I try not to be, and I hate myself sometimes for not trusting people like I used to be. Before this, I was a very open person. And that is so I found that uh, it, it took that away from me. I became a more angry person because when I was trying to get help, I couldn't have anybody would listen to me. So I became angry and violent myself. So it's true. Violence just begets more violence. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Dr. Slutkin was making good points, wasn't he? Yeah. It really is. And then, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. He, it affects you in so many other ways. Like for 10 years, I've never had a relationship because I, I just, I don't trust myself anymore. I don't trust other people. Um, are you I, getting, are you, are you getting help now? Is somebody helping you? Um, now I'm better. I think I've, uh, like I still choose now I'm comfortable not being in a relationship, but I, I ended up, I ended up leaving the city. I lived in Edmonton when this happened and I left the city and, moved out back to their farm to the country and I find myself coping with it a lot better I I, I find myself claustrophobic I can't handle the crowded areas so that's why I avoid the cities and that um, but it takes away from me in so many ways when something like that happens I used to be a very charitable person now I'm 
less willing to give to people and less sympathetic to people. It's just, um, it affects you. In you know, Steve, Steve, I don't have any qualifications to provide advice, but other than try to apply some, you know, some life lessons or lessons life's t- taught me, you, you have every right to enjoy your life. You have every right to live your life. These, these people who jumped you and created the physical and emotional damage don't have the right to steal your life from you. And, and, and you know, if, 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 you, if you get some, if you find somebody who's professional and capable and able to help who you trust talking to, that might help you recover the part of your life that, you're, that, you, that I think you've lost. It does, but you know what? The hardest thing is finding. Yeah. Uh, like, the, I tried the the psychologists. They yeah. just said, uh, sorry for the terminology, but they said steam up your rear. Like they just tried to blow hot air and tried to say, oh, you're a good person and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want to hear that stuff. No, you want them to listen to you. It, it didn't give practical advice that fixed yeah. me. None of none. Anything that psychologists offered did not help whatsoever. Steve, Any of the therapists that. Steve, you know what I think? You know what I think? And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you. I'm trying not to, but we only have 30 seconds left in this hour. But I, no, I, realize. I, I just want, it, it, you have to have, I think all of us, if, we, if we're going to have some, uh, you know, some, someone to, to, to help us through a hard time, it has to be somebody who we emotionally connect with, somebody that we feel sort of just in the gut that we like and we can talk to them and, and, and we like being with them. And, and that ultimately is the person who's going to help you. That's very true, but that when you're in that kind of trouble, it's a hard person to find. Yes, sir. But I don't disagree uh, at all. A, just to let you know, I'm a strong believer in equine therapy. Uh, I used it. It saved my life Yeah. because before I got involved with that, I, I admit I was, there was a phase where I was suicidal. I, yeah. Steve, i got to run because we're at the end of the hour. Okay. People do it with, with, with dogs as well. Animals are wonderful, wonderful help. Thank you, sir. Okay. All the best to you, Steve. All the best. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thank you for the call. We'll come back in a minute. 